Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Calls for help to the Society of St. Vincent de Paul for families struggling with the cost of education have increased by 4% this summer. And last week, the St. Vincent de Paul took uh, approximately 250 to 300 calls per day from worried parents. Of course, it's back to school time. Uh, and on the phone is Marcella Stackham, who is from the St. Vincent de Paul uh, policy, uh, she's a policy officer. Uh, good afternoon to you, Marcella. Good morning. Um, uh, oh, it is morning time, isn't it? I'm jumping ahead of myself here. Uh, Marcella, I mean, it is a worrying time for parents, particularly those who are pinned to the collar, mortgages, everything else to pay for, and all of a sudden they have a bill of two or three hundred euro per child, at least, uh, for uniforms and books and all sorts of things. And I'm pretty sure you're getting quite a lot of calls from concerned parents. Yes, like back to school time can be quite a stressful time for, for many families, particularly around the costs that are involved but we would find it's those families that are on low income so those uh, families that are reliant on social welfare or reliant on low incomes mm-hmm. from low paid or precarious work are those that are really affected by back to school costs. Yeah, are those who have very little disposable income left after they paid all their bills I suppose because nowadays it's so expensive just to live so, you know, just exactly. to have that extra disposable income. And I know it's easy for people to say, well, you should be saving all year round, but it's just not always that easy, I suppose. People do turn, I suppose, at this time of the year as well, you know, to get the footwear and everything else. They'll, they'll turn to the Vincent de Paul. They'll turn to money lenders, uh, your local money lender who'll come around knocking on your door and offer you a few quid. I'm sure it's a story that you hear on a regular basis. Yeah, well, we would get requests possibly all year round for school help because the cost, don't just happen around September time. We find that the costs um, happen throughout the year. So maybe for extracurricular activities or school trips or mm-hmm. those type of things. But we do find there is definitely a peak um, in the coming in the months, in the month or two, just before um, children and young people return to education. And you know, and the sad reality is, some kids will end up going back to school in the same shoes they wore before the summer. A lot of them too small for them, probably been a little bit uncomfortable because parents just don't have the money to buy another pair. Yeah, um, well, we find the three most common requests that we would get around school costs are school books, school uniforms, and voluntary contributions. And we find it's like if a child or a young person is going back and doesn't have, we'll say the, the school books or the digital equipment um, needed to participate in the curriculum, they're really um, at a disadvantage to their peers and feel left out. And it it does have a negative and stressed attitude for them uh, towards their education, but also in the household as well. And I I know there was an increase in the back-to-school clothing and footwear allowance in 2019. Has that taken some of the pressure off those families at all? Yeah, well, we do find that um, we do think that it has helped in some respects. Um, we received over six thousand calls last year, um, around the same time for back to school help. Now it's still up again this year on four percent, but the rise is not just as significant as as last year. And we do find that maybe because of the back to school clothing and footwear allowance, it went up roughly twenty five euro for primary school children. To 150 euro, and for secondary school students, it's gone to 275 euro. Mm-hmm. So that has helped parents 
to alleviate the, the cost. Well, that would cover all. quite a lot of the cost, yeah. It's not going to cover it all, depending on which school they're going to. But and particularly nowadays, they're talking about these voluntary contributions, which I know the Minister is looking at that at the moment to try and ban that suggestion that it's voluntary. Because it is, it's a good time as well to remind parents, you don't have to pay it. It, the word voluntary is the clue. You don't actually... I know a lot of pressure is put on parents to pay this uh, and some are shamed into paying it, but you don't have to pay it. Yeah, we would find the members would report back to us when they visit people in their homes that vol- voluntary contributions can be a you know, really significant source of stress for parents because they may not have the money and they, they don't want to maybe tell the school that um, that they don't have the money, but... They also, at the same time, want to ensure that their child or their young person can participate in education to mm. the same level as everybody else. So it is a real concern for us. And, 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 what, uh, and what, been, what, what has been the experience in, sorry for interrupting you, what has been the experience in relation to moneylenders? Because we did have a suggestion last week from somebody who had been on the air and said they, they used, you know, the kind of local guy on a regular basis for a top-up loan for Christmas or for whatever it is and, and also for back-to-school costs. Is that a, it's, I know it's illegal, uh, but is it a common issue? I guess it is, um, particularly when you see the cost that's involved at school, for example. Um, MAB's done um, a very detailed survey back in 2017 that showed that the costs of going, back, going to school and going back to school are over €1,000 for secondary school students and just slightly under that for primary school students. So for those on, on low income, that is a significant amount out of any household budget so people are forced to go to money lenders or in mm. some instances um go and ask the, the credit union for for loans and so what we would be saying is that the department of education should provide all the materials needed uh, for a child or a young person to attend education so for example their school books digital devices if that is what they're using and voluntary contributions so should be banned so that Parents are not faced with that prospect of having to resort to money lenders. I mean, I'm looking at some of the suggestions of text of people coming in here. Stephen Fingler says, could the government not take €20 Euro a month out of the children's allowance and give it back to the parents just before the school starts of the school year? It might not be a bad idea. Somebody says, Niall, I think that Vincent Paul has done an amazing job over the last God knows how many years to help parents who are struggling in need on a regular basis. But it's, I sometimes wonder, are many of the parents assessed? Because I know somebody who's recently gone to the same Vincent Paul, and trust me, Niall, they don't need to go to the Vincent Paul. They have plenty of money and they're abusing the system. I, so, Marcella, I, I, and he's obviously complimented the Vincent Paul and the amazing job that you guys have done over the last God. I met the Vincent Paul have been around since I was a child. But you know, how do you assess when somebody comes to you and says, you know, well, I need money. I have two kids. Uh, you know, I'm out of work or whatever and I need money. Is that person assessed or means tested or is it just is it just the word is taken? No, well, all our volunteers, when they go in and visit a person in their home or their family in their home, they would do a detailed needs analysis. And what we would find, you know, what members would tell us over their, their experience is that people don't want to come to St. Vincent de Paul to ask for help, but they're really, they're forced to. And again, when I say about the costs involved, uh, it really isn't that surprising that they need to go to St. Vincent de Paul um, when you see, you know, mm-hmm. for secondary school students that it costs over €1,000. We've done um, some research actually last year called Stories of Struggle, and it interviewed, there was 30 detailed interviews of families that are living below a minimum essential standard of living. And what it found was parents will do everything in their power 
to make sure that their child or their young person can access education and have everything that they need to to progress into education and progress on to education. Um, and that is often at the detriment to their own personal needs. So they may cut back on food for themselves or they may cut back on other household bills like the, the home heating oil or or, or, or abandon their own social care. life just, just to pay for their children and make sure their children have Exactly, best, yes. Best. Uh, parents and SVP members would really be on the same page when they say that and they really believe that education is the root out of property. And so that's why I suppose um, members and, and ourselves here in social, just, social justice would really be advocating that education should be free for primary and secondary school I think, I think everybody would agree with that. Yeah, but unfortunately it's not. I mean, in the, in the UK, Northern Ireland, for example, they don't have to pay for their books. They don't have to pay for the uniforms. And they also get their free breakfasts and dinners as well. I mean, we, we don't see that in this country, unfortunately. But again, it yeah. comes down to population too, you know, and, and the amount of taxes we take in this country. But look, continue good work and thank you very much indeed for coming on the air today. Uh, Marcella, I appreciate it. All right. Uh, that is the Vincent de Paul who are struggling this time of the year to try and help many, many families who find themselves also struggling. So I want to know. And by the way, you can always donate to Vincent de Paul, by the way, if you ever want to. Um, and it doesn't matter what you want to donate. I'm sure they're quite happy to take it to give to somebody else who's in need. But the point I, I, I kind of brought it in there was, and the reason I wanted to talk about it was somebody was suggesting this morning and last week with somebody on the air mentioned about going to money lenders as well, because it is a tough time for parents. And I, I kind of object to these moneylenders. I think they're unscrupulous people. I think they prey on vulnerable people. But there are other people out there who believe they're a necessary evil uh, in society, be it at Christmas or back to school times or weddings or whatever it happens to be. Uh, you know, and It tends to be a certain type of person that borrows from a moneylender. I'm sorry, ladies, but it tends to be older women. For some reason, it's older women. Uh, that's probably their market. Well, when I say older women... I'm probably putting myself in the older category here. Uh, women between the age of 40 and 60 are probably their prime targets. When I say targets, I genuinely believe they're targets because I do believe these guys, uh, these money lenders, kind of, you know, they, they select who they want to loan their money to. People who they know they're going to get it back off who would be f- fearful of not paying it back. <clears throat> so the question I wanted to ask you was, do you believe these money lenders, which still exist in most communities and housing estates, are they a necessary evil? Uh, particularly this time of the year, because people say they look, they do a great job. But I want to go to Bernie too in relation to the back to school costs. Bernie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernie? Hi, Niall. How are you today? Good. Uh, you believe the schools are putting far too much pressure on parents? I do. I think um, I think the parents do it to themselves also. You know, I mean, they don't want their child to go into school with anything other than what everybody else is going in with. You know, there's kind of a set uh, standard. You know, the way, um, they don't want them going in with the shoes you wore last year. They want to get them the best of the best. So they they strive towards that. Um, but I think there's a lot of pressure put on for, you know, extracurricular stuff and things that really a lot of parents can't stretch to. I mean, as well, you know, when, you, when it comes to, say, footwear, for example, you've got parents whose children are kind of looking for brand names and all sorts of carry on. And that puts a huge amount of pressure on parents. It does. And, it. you know, like for the likes of us who, who could work and, and educate our children, we were able to kind of maybe, you know, be realistic and say, right, it's pennies or duns or nothing. You know, yeah, yeah. And kind of put your foot down and say, I'm not getting Nike can pay for that when you're older. <clears throat> And you know, when you get your own job, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go get a summer job or whatever. But I mean, there's a lot of pressure on peer pressure on on parents now. They see they seem to think that that's the part of the education that's important, more important than the actual education. How they look when they walk in the door, yeah, yeah, and like it's not. And you know, and I know that's not. But unfortunately, we want to do the best by our children. And some parents go out and go to the loan shark, who is you know, a shark is not. Why aren't they called you know, loan angels? Because that's not. They're not. 
They're, they're, they're playing on I mean, I despise them, Bernie. Uh, and, and I remember my mother used to use one. Um, she's, well, she's seven years dead now. She was 74. But I remember, I remember when I was a kid, George used to come to the door. Now, he seemed like a nice man at the time. And George used to come to the door. I mean, mom would send me out to the door to pay him. Or if she hadn't got the money that week, she'd just tell him, she'd tell me to go to the door and tell him to come back next week, right? <laughs> but, like, I, whatever. She was paying him a pound a week at the time and he'd give her 40 quid or 50 quid whenever she needed it. My dad didn't know about it. He didn't know about George. So, and George was told always to call when my dad wasn't there. So, but, unless George was something else. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Sorry, Lily, if you're listening. Um, uh, if I'm up above. Um, but, but, but in saying that, do you, do you think that, you know, that they, are, they do serve a purpose in some sense? I don't. I don't see any purpose in there. I mean, their their money has come from an ill-gotten gain or, you know, they didn't actually, you know, get it from, you know, some reputable place. Usually they have got it through a, another means mm. and then they are going out loan. And I mean, the, the, their deviousness is, it, it was so straightforward. How, how come they haven't got it done in proper way? Like turn up somebody's door and ask them for a pound a week. It sounds realistic, but you know, and I know that that goes way beyond you know, if you miss a week, it could go to, you know, you could end up paying for a year or two years, you know. Because the interest you know. rates piles on, yeah. Yeah, and like, that's, that, that's not a reputable and they're not, I mean, they're, and they're not licensed and they're not regulated. No, and I mean, they can charge you what they like. I mean, he could have a figure and go, right, my money's running low, I better up it. So they go to the most vulnerable in our, in our society and, you know, tap them for even more money. And like, you know, there's people that have committed suicide and they've left the country, you know, they have well, done you know, all I, I, spoke, I spoke to a woman there about two years ago from Galway, we had her on the air and she cried her eyes out here on the show because she owed money to one of these individuals and this guy had gone to the stage where he was waiting outside the post office when she collected children's allowance. And oh, and that unfortunately was a common story many years, you know, for a good few years. They take they your book. Waited. Yeah. Or they take like the book off you, yeah. yeah. They yeah. take the widow's pension off the person. You know, so they're not, they're not people you want to even get involved with in the first place. And I think, you know, that free education is not really free anymore. It's gone beyond that. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Just- well, 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 hang on for a second, Bernie, because I just want to go to Chris before I go to the break as well. Because, Chris, it says on my screen you're a lone agent. You're a lone shark, is it? Sorry. Should I have not used that word? Well, I'm a money lender. Okay, you're a money lender. Okay, yeah. so you loan money to people. Okay. That's right, yeah. And you're, are you a legit? I'm assuming you're not a legitimate licensed regulated business or loan company. No, I'm not. You're a, pers- uh, you're a person with a few quid. Yeah, and I'll also, um, if you're familiar, um, since the new financial lending laws have come in there, um, the legitimate companies aren't legitimate businesses, by the way. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I, let's say the, 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 these are unsecured loans, okay? They normally charge 150 on top of uh, every five. These are the ones that will advertise that if you have yeah, a low, cre- low credit rate, rating, etc. Et yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. unsecured loans. Yeah. They are not financial. You're, you're breaking up just a little bit there, Chris. Okay, I, I said they're Okay, I, and I and I understand what you're saying. And some of those companies start charge ridiculous interest rates, right? But and well, I've that's, seen that's, some... not, that's not the, that's not the reason they're not falling under the criteria. Now they call out to your house and they fill out the form and ask and answer the questions for you just to satisfy the paperwork of the financial regulator. Nobody that gets these loans has a job. Nobody. Who who you tell me who has a job that needs to borrow five hundred quid a week or five hundred quid to get their kids back to school? Yeah, but some people do. So, okay, so your clients, how many clients have you got? How many people have you got on your book? I've over a hundred, and I don't, as far as I know, I know, I don't think any of them have a decent job or a regular job. Or, or, or I'd say nearly every one of them in receive social welfare. 
and why did the, you click on those people in the first? Why do you? Why did, do you want those I, people I, in the first? First, place? first, first of all, I was listening to what you had to say. I didn't pick on any of these people. These people rang me and were looking for a few quid and were badly stuck. Now they could have went to the legitimate English companies that charged the same amount of interest. But what you, what I'm saying is, is that when they, when these call these agents call to the door. They're falsifying all the documents just to keep the financial regulator happy. Now, you should get on to the financial regulator and say, are you, are you familiar? This is what's going on. It's okay. So, so you, okay, the point you're making is they're ticking the boxes, right? So, yeah, and you're, you know, do, you're doing that without, without having all the paperwork. Yeah, I know. Obviously, there's, there's, well, there's, there's you know, it, it's, a, it's a gentleman's agreement. You know, there's no one. People get recommended through friends of friends. I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm not a hard note, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to have people not paying me or knocking the doors and no one answering doors or shit like that. I'm not going to have that, but I don't... Really well, do you, when, you, when you say you're not going to have that, what happens, let, let's say you go to Mary and Mary is looking for money to send her three kids to school and she borrows 500 quid off you, right? And you pay about £25 a week, that's the deal, and then 150 on top of the 500 that's the way I operate. Right, okay, so she's paying you back 650 25 quid a week. Right. Right, okay, so you knock at her door one week and she says... Jeepers, Chris, I'm sorry. I got a bit of a bill this week, electricity bill. I, I don't have the money this week. One week is fine. And, and if they ring me and say me calling up to a house, especially if it's isolated and I'm not surrounded by other clients, that's fine. But this calling up the doors and no one answering the doors, I'll just send up another fella the following week and he's not as lenient as me. That's so that's where, it, that's where it's ugly. And, you know, if you know so much about the regulator, why aren't you, dealing, why aren't you talking to them? If you're, if you're saying that the, the other loans that are being borrowed from England and all those places... Or, you know, they're English companies, they're English companies, yeah. yeah and they're right. not so thought, why they're, don't they're, you go to the regulator? Why don't, if you are so good, up to date from, excuse me, on what they do, why don't you go to the financial regulator yourself I, I, and report I'm them? Concerned. I'm not concerned what they do, but, uh, you know, don't be giving it, uh, you know, uh, you that the, the, but what the, you do is wrong. In the parameters. Here, from the dawn of time, people have been getting, uh, you know, lads calling. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. My own mother was getting it done. Everyone got done. That was the way it was. You know, if I lend you a few quid, you have to pay me back. That's fair enough, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, I think so. But if you if you don't want it, don't borrow it. Or if you can't afford it, don't. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, but the, but the argument, pay, but, yeah, but the I argument is, you are, no, no, you, but you are, your business feeds off those who are extremely vulnerable. vulnerable. I, I understand that, and no one. You know, like I said to you, you know, people with a quid in a regular way don't need to come near people like me or or or. or, or, or you know, and I'll say another thing. The reason why people, why we're flourishing at the moment, and I'm talking about high interest uh, unsecured loans, the reason why we're operating the way we are and we're flying, um, the main reason is the credit unions um, have changed their criteria. Like, the credit, credit union was a poor man's bank years ago. The credit union lent uh, stupid loans to a few builders, and, uh, and now every, everyone in the country has to pay the price. And that's a fact, by the way. No, no. I, I understand the credit unions are now regulated by the banking sector, so it's more difficult now to get what they call an unsecured loan than it used to be. And but I under- you but, but, bring the credit union on a Friday looking for five grand, and they'd say, do you want it in cash or a check? That's over now. Okay? And that's the reason why people are going, you up the credit union. So how much can I get off you? How much? Yeah. Force loan, 500. And what's the most you'll give me? It depends. I've lads with me, and well, mostly it's all mostly women, really. But like, I, I've I've women with me years, and I could give them three grand if they wanted for a car or something, you know. No. No. In my mind, you know, I, I you know, that's I can take a three grand hit on that. You know, let's say someone wants to move out of the country or something, they're going to hit me with three grand, you know. And, 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 if you're, if you're I prefer, still I prefer on around five hundred, you know. 
No, it's not. It's not honourable. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't agree with what you're doing. I think it's completely wrong. You're playing on the vulnerable, and you are charging away at them. Then to send a heavy and, 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 not and, and, no, you're a tug. I'm not playing on the vulnerable. What did you say? He's a tug. Yeah, I said he's a tug. I'm sorry. If he's laying out and, and being all nice at the door the first week and handing over the five hundred, and then if they don't pay one week, he's up with a, a heavier, a heavier option. His heavy, no. his heavy well, bodyguard. I'm, you weren't listening I'm to what sorry I said. to be uh, no one, disrespect. One, one week no. fine. Not, I, I'm not handing out money not to be paid back. And also, if I let people don't pay me back, can you imagine the way that around the area I'm, I'm operating? And don't worry about him. He's a soft touch. He won't have to be paid back. Well, why are you in that business in the first place? Why aren't you in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, an honourable job then? Why aren't you doing working for the banks yourself or working in a... Well, I'm not. With the, to be with honest, the, with I, 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 was, I was working as a builder and then when, it, when, the, when things went, went to hell, I, I, I looked at you know, this. It started off very small and then it just spoiled their control. Well, why don't you stop it now? And, and, you know, there's enough work for builders. Why don't you go back and be honest and, and do an honest day's I, work? I'm, I'm, up, I'm, up, I'm, up, I'm up and running with this. And, and by the way, the building isn't as good as you think it is, you know? We're not getting anything like what we were getting back in the day. Everybody, though. people who are trying to learn live, it doesn't matter what they do. If they do it honourably and honestly, know, they don't play on the vulnerable in the society. Okay. That's not you how your job... In, how are you going to stand in front of your maker and go... Hey, um, yeah, I was doing that job now, you know, and I got a few heavies in, and I got a few women beaten up. No, I don't. In fairness, Bernie, he hasn't suggested that he's beaten anybody up. In fairness. No, but I mean, he says a heavy. If you see a heavy at a door, with he said he wouldn't be as le- yeah. He said he would send somebody yeah, else who wouldn't be as lenient there? as him. What's the man going to do? Stand there and smile at her and go, "That's ah, all right, love." You know. Well, you know, well I, 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 I think probably the key to what Chris is trying to suggest here, without actually saying it, is that this other person would be more intimidating than he would be. Well, that's not acceptable. No, it's not, and I, I completely. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how you dress it up, Niall. That is no, no, no. I'm, I, no, I completely agree with you. I told you well, from here, the very what, start. What, I don't what, agree is, with you. What, what is this argument about? Are you giving out about uh, high interest insecure loans? You should be giving them about the people taking them. You know, they, they if they want to come to me, they'd be going to these English companies. You know, or, so what's the difference? Like they're, they're still. No, you're right in one sense. I don't see the, a huge difference, but in saying that one is regulated and one is not. And yes, they're ticking boxes, and I understand that. But the point is, Chris, you know, is that they're answerable to somebody. You're answerable to nobody. Yeah. Well, exactly. you can hit these English companies once for 500 quid. Yeah, you, you seem to have a real issue with yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, yeah. but, but, but Chris, that. if you know about these English companies, why don't you be honourable to go to the local guard station and report them? If you believe they're actually doing something wrong. Okay, I have to take a break. Stay there, Chris, if you can. Uh, loads and loads of people texting in. Um, let me see. Uh, ask him where he gets his money in the first place, Niall. Niall, I hope he... Uh, he's nothing but a scumbag. Another person says, Niall, people have committed suicide over the banks as well. There's bigger criminals than money lenders. Another person says, Niall, I don't see anything really terribly wrong with what Chris is doing. Uh, another person says, Bernie is wrong. These people have a choice. Chris is providing a service. He's not a villain. Uh, that comes in from Siobhan in the Midwest. Niall, I use a local guy as well to get my money off. I don't see a big problem with it. Seems like a nice enough kind of chap. And so does Chris. Uh, he's right. If somebody's not paying him, well, then he has to get his money back somehow. If you promise to pay somebody money, you must pay it back. That's the way it works, isn't that society? All right, keep texting. Uh, well, look, it was kind of mixed bag, their reaction. I personally wouldn't have any time for people like Chris, but uh, Chris is a, a loan agent or a money lender. Uh, and we're very busy this time of the year, obviously, people looking for back-to-school money. And he mentioned there uh, a scenario he would give somebody 500 quid, they'd pay back 25 quid a week, and they're giving back 650 quid. Yeah, it's really high interest. But in saying that, that person, he says, is clearly out of work. Uh, they're unemployed. They wouldn't get a loan from a bank or probably a credit union. So he, he is their only option.
I'm asking you, is he preying on vulnerable people, vulnerable people or is he a necessary evil in society? And Chris is not the only one, by the way. There are thousands of these individuals around the country who loan money to people. Uh, most are probably nice enough to type of people, uh, but they do provide a service. Started the conversation by saying, of course, that many people will turn to money lenders this time of the year for the back to school costs for the kids. They also turn to them around Christmas time for weddings, for all sorts of things. And people, by the way, somebody says, no, nah, this doesn't happen in Irish society anymore. You're delusional. In many housing estates, particularly in working class areas of the country where you would have low high rates of unemployment, there are still individuals who would call door to door. I'm not suggesting beating people up or anything like that, but are who are operating illegally, uh, loaning money to people. You know, the chap that'll come to the door and collect 20, 10 quid a week, whatever it is for a loan they've given, uh, usually to women. Uh, women use these services more so than men. Um, I don't... I, Chris, you said you have about 100 people at the moment, which is not a huge amount, I suppose, in some sense. But uh, out of those 100 people that you've loaned money to, what the, would the majority be women? Most of them, yeah. Most of them wouldn't. Their husbands wouldn't know. I have to call at certain times as well, you know. So their husbands wouldn't know? Yeah, they don't them. want anyone to know, yeah. They're embarrassed and, and naturally enough. And, it's embarrassing. Well, 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 it is embarrassing when you're down on your luck and you have to borrow money, isn't it? Yeah, but there's, there's nowhere to go. And I, I, I understand that. I think there as well. I, I actually don't have any credit. I couldn't get a car loan. I, I've no credit myself. Well, so, you, well you clearly ha- you're clearly making money out of this situation, aren't you? Well, so obviously, I'm hardly doing it now for the good of my health, am I? So, yeah, of course I'm making money out. And the customers don't stop. It's one, once you give them one loan, they, they, they have to keep kind of going. And again... And, like, but, I mean, isn't, isn't the old trick or the tactic from you guys... When they get close to finishing off paying one loan, you'll offer them a loan to pay off the rest of their previous loan and then a top-up. We, we stopped all that to compete with um, with the other companies, you know. I was able, you know, years ago, 500 when they owed 150, um, I'd give them 350. So they were only borrowing 350 for paying the full whack on the 500. So now... Because it, essentially and, what and you're and doing and then is you're paying interest on interest, aren't you? Yeah, so no, no, to be fair now, once they're down to 100 euro or so, I'll give them another loan and I won't up the payments till they finish the other 100 quid. So the, so the payment still turns at 25 quid, but I will up the loan to keep it going. Cause, and you, you, know, you were saying if somebody, okay, you said, if, no, I mean, I, I'm quite conscious of the fact that you, you haven't su- suggested that you hurt anybody or beat anybody up or anything like that, but... You said that, you know, if somebody is avoiding you, let's say, uh, you don't mind if it's just one week or whatever. But it's not payment. Someone's ringing me and say, listen, it's my young one's birthday or such and such. Can I, can I see you next week? Oh, one week is fine. And they're, and they're decent and they let you know. And I don't have to call to the door to be told. And, will you wait, but, and the following week when you go back, will you be looking for the extra? Or will no, you let them no, off? no, no, no. One week is fine. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to keep everyone happy. I, I'm, not, you know, I'm not here to intimidate or have rows of people or threaten people. I'm just here to lend a few bob and make, you know, a, 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 a quick Yeah, but well, what happens if it goes on, you know, and for, for whatever reason the person is down on their luck, maybe their husband has lost their job or maybe things have got but continuously bad for them and they say, look, or they're, they're avoiding you. And let's be honest, people will avoid you, I'm sure. Well, like I say, I have a fella who's very well-known in the estate, and, you know, you wouldn't want this fella knocking at your door, you know? Everyone knows, so I, I, and I'll just send him up, and he'll knock up for the money. Or I can just get um, the same fella, can meet him on, on um, Children's Allowance Day, something like that. But, you know, like I said, it's very rare. I'm not, I, you know, I have to get my money back, and I can't let people, I can't let the other clients... Oh, see, that. But here's the difference between you and a bank. If I go to Bank of Ireland to get a loan, and I can't pay them back, they're not going to send a fella to me door. They'll take me to yeah, court. They, yeah, They'll take no, me to no, court. Well, well, do you know what? You, you're they're not going to send the local heavy to me, do collectors. These banks are using... Have you not seen people getting thrown out of their houses on Facebook? You know, where the guards are standing with their hands in their pockets? You're wrong there, by the way. You're totally wrong. The banks do use debt collectors. And they use unsavoury methods of finding out who you are and 
Like, I owed out a few quid years ago, and I had a fella ringing me sister pretending he was delivering a parcel. So, no, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're totally wrong. They, they, they'll come after you, and they want the money. And they, they were after the smaller fella, you know, more so. Like, I've seen a fella there, uh, the guy that works in RTE, he's getting all his debts written off there the other day, you know? Yeah, you know, I saw that in the paper. Teresa Lowe and his husband there, or, or what's his name, McNamara. Frank McNamara, they got their debts written off by the bank, or some of their debts. Uh, let me go to uh, John. John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Uh, and a bit of a noisy line you're in a car but what, do you believe Chris provides a valuable service? Chris, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, yeah he wants to know where your money is coming from. Sorry, it's a very bad line, John. Yeah, I, I started off years, and he, he, he's gone out of the business completely, and he started off, started off small. It doesn't take much to build it up, get it going. Right, okay, so the money you're making from other people, you're loaning to other well, people. Hey, listen, I didn't have 100 people like four or five years ago, or whatever, six, seven years ago. You know, it's just, it's up and up. Like, I, I could probably have as many customers as I want. And uh, do you, you believe he's preying on vulnerable people, John? Listen, absolutely, and I'll tell you the reason why, right? This is a very this is a very vulnerable time for a lot of families with kids going back to school, right? A vulnerable time where some families have two, three, and four kids going back to school. As that woman said a while ago, there's no such as free education. He thinks he's his prime target times. Christmas will be coming up next, and then he'd be out, he'd be looking, he'd be looking for more customers. He's going away, he's charging these people excessive amounts of money, right? In my, it's illegal what he's doing. I can guarantee you his name is Stephen Chris. He's on the radio a few nights trying to get more publicity, trying to get more... Well, I, well, I don't think he's trying to get publicity because we're certainly not going to give out his phone number on the radio. Obviously not, Niall. No. But no. Like, there's people in the general area, as he said. Okay, I'm not losing you there, yeah. Okay, sorry, Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pat? How are you, Pat? How's it going? Jeez, uh, I'm Pat. I'm getting mixed. No, I'm <laughs> actually angry. I'm angry now listening to this because... Uh, Look, I don't know that guy from Adam, but yes, there is a service needed for him. And the reason why this, there's a service needed for him is because, as he said himself, a lot of his customers, our clients, are women. And they're out there trying to do the best they can for their kids because maybe they came from a poor background or maybe they came from a bad background and they're just in a, 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 a bit of... Well, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? Yeah. But the problem is, if they don't get these... Uh, loan sharks to give them money or lenders to give them money. They end up on the streets. They end up prostitution. They end up maybe doing a delivery for some drug lord or something like that. They get into more trouble. I mean, you know, if you look at the statistics, I've heard this on documentaries before, most prostitutes in Ireland, there's more on the streets before Holy Communions and Confirmations, uh, Christmas and before they go back to school. And why is that? No, I know, I know. I understand what you're saying. It is it is sad that people would go to those kind of extremes and people will do anything to provide for their children. Absolutely. And, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Well. and, and no, no disrespect for these people to come on and say, you know, they shouldn't be doing this and they shouldn't be doing that. That's all very well. 
can't. Yeah, yeah, but you did hear what Chris said. If they if they didn't have the money, but yeah, but hang on, Pat, hang on, hang on. What he's saying is, I understand the point you're making, and I understand the point he's making. But then he goes on to say, you know, if they're avoiding him and hiding behind the sofa when he's calling to the door for a few weeks, you know, a local guy in the area who's well known to everybody is sent to collect the money. Now, that to me, you know, seems like a tug. Right. I'll tell you something now, right? I've done deliveries for a, fam- a family that uh, the person that was self-employed had cancer. And they'd nobody to run the business, and I helped them out, right, free of charge. And some of the people were taking advantage because the person around this business was in hospital, and they weren't paying up. And I just said to them, look, if you don't pay up, I'm going to have to do this. I wasn't doing nothing wrong. And that's all, that's all the heavy doing. Nobody said anybody's beating them up. They're just coming down and saying... But, yeah, but, 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 but for some woman, and he did say it's a majority of women... To have, you know, you know, Johnny Scumbag from the area who everybody knows is the local tow rag call to your door is quite intimidating. He doesn't have to do anything. It's no, enough to put the fear of God in somebody. But why not tell you, Johnny the Scumbag is probably getting 20 quid to call into her door. Well, is he, well, well, actually, hang on. Chris, do you pay Johnny the Scumbag? I'm, yeah, I'm, of, course, of course I do, and if to take a hit, I lose money. I don't make anything, any profit then for a couple of weeks off that woman purely because I have to send this lad in. And you, you said there a while ago, people are committing suicide. I tell you, yeah. I'd, more chance, I, I'd, be, I'd, I'd kill myself sooner knowing uh, that I couldn't clothe my kids now uh, going back to school this week. Rather, I, That would annoy me more than it would borrowing 500 pounds to, just to get them ready for school. Well, I would, you know, hope, you know, well, I would hope nobody was in that situation. But, but hang on, I've got to take a break because Maria wants to talk about her experience with a money lender after the break, uh, somebody similar to yourself. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 Are these uh, illegal unlicensed money lenders or loan sharks as people call them in your local area uh, are they a necessary evil um, let me just go back to Chris here if I can Chris I'm, I'm looking at a mixed bag of texts I'll be honest with you but you know the, the people believe that you're valuable in society or they believe you're a scumbag one or the other there doesn't seem to be any middle ground do you ever feel guilty? Uh, sometimes I feel really like I say you know I'm dealing with the, I'm, I'm dealing with kind of poor people in, in council states. Like, you, the amount of women that have offered me sex instead of paying the 25 quid, like, is unbelievable. Yeah, but does that go back to what Pat says? I'm sure they don't want to have sex with you. Well, they're quite old. Like, I wouldn't want to have sex with them, to be honest. Okay, yeah. I'm, well, I'm glad you think it's... Well, I'm glad you think it's funny, you know what I mean? Because it's not no, really... No, but, uh, it's no, not... You know, Chris, it's not really funny, is it? You know, you've got yeah. people who are in very vulnerable situations, you know, and... You know, I understand you're not going to have sex with people, but it does, you know, shine a light on what Pat was saying earlier on, that people will, desperate times, desperate measures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but then I, I, when I went to hell... I mean, why, why would somebody you, you, offer... You why would a complete stranger, a woman, offer you sex rather than paying you? Because she's clearly desperate. Well, I don't know. Maybe someone might fancy me. I don't know. But. Well, yeah, I doubt that somehow. Uh, let me go to Maria. Maria's on uh, Classic Hits. How do you, Maria? Hi, now. Uh, Maria, you use the services of a moneylender yourself. I did, yeah, and um, I had them for quite a while. And there was one evening I was out shopping. I forgot to leave his money. And um, I was near the end of my loan. So, um, mm-hmm. not that that mattered anyway. But um, my son was here. And he he answered the door. And when I was out, I thought, God, I never left the money. So, I came back anyway. And my son was in front of the tears. And I said, what's, the, what's happened? What did he say to you? Yeah. And he said, um, that man came for his money. He said, he started shouting at me. I said, he was. He said, he started shouting at me. 
so the child was so upset. I thought I was just, you know, I, I wanted to, I thought I'll, I'll kill this fecker when he yeah. comes back. So um, the following week he came and he said, everything rosy bosy with him, sitting at the kitchen table. And I said to him... Did you, did you invite this chap into your house? Yeah, but he used to come in to mark the book. Right. You know? Yeah. But uh, he marked the book and he said to me, look, he says, um, you're near the end of your loan. You only know, you only know another three weeks so you can have a top up. I said, come in, I'll tell you, you slime ball, yeah. I said, how dare you take it out on my son for what I owe? So I said, how much do I owe you altogether? So I emptied my purse out, I gave him every penny. I said to him, you get the, I need to tell you what I said to him. Out of my house, yeah. And that path, I never turn back here again, because if you do, it'll be the biggest mistake you ever made. I wanted to kill him. I wanted to kill him. But that chap that's on the phone there, the way he's saying it, like, you know, I'll call the woman and then I'll send someone else. I don't like that kind of crap. No, that, well, that's what he's saying. That if that's you did, if you did, if you didn't pay, well, it is bullying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But but his argument is the banks will do that to you as well, but just and in a different way. The you know what I mean? They, they send you a letter, threaten, you know, asking for the final it'll, payment. It'll take a bit more time, but but eventually somebody will want to collect the money off you. That's the point yeah, he's trying to yeah. make. Yeah, but I mean, you don't you don't go heavy-handed into something. Do you know what I mean? It's a fair point, oh, isn't oh, it, Chris? Hang on a second. Oh, oh. A okay, yeah, but okay. But let's not mention the names of different organisations on the air. But but okay, but, but it was a private money down to you. Yeah, well, there, there is another neighbour that has them. And I've seen that woman and selling stuff over her house to pay him back. And she does be selling stuff over her house well, to well, pay him back. Well, Chris has mentioned that he's often gone uh, with... Where did you say, Chris, you've gone... To, or you've sent your friend, is it, to somebody who would uh, collect their children's allowance? Listen, every now, every now and then, I, I, I get one bad egg. Every now. And, and to be honest, dude, I, you know, when I go into some of the houses, they don't have a lot in the house, but the kids have iPhones, they have nice pair of runners. They're not, they're no, not living, on, they're not living on the... But, uh, Jesus, every child has a, has a decent phone now. You know, that, we're not living on the bread line. People yeah, are no, just stuck. Like, like, yeah, people are stuck. Like uh, so, someone living on social welfare isn't going to be able to fork out uh, uh, eight hundred quid to get three back to room. Mm. So that's where he could. That's where he get loans. And you're talking about the banks there. You miss three. You're late with three loans now for your bank. Okay. Yeah. You you're late for three payments with a bank. You'll never get a loan off them again. You're done with them. That's yeah. the end of you. Yeah. So don't worry about borrowing anything I, I ever again off. Thing, I can tell you one thing. That money landed done me the best favour of my life. I wouldn't borrow a penny off anybody ever since. Well, that's okay, a great but, way to be. And I, 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 listen, I, I, in an ideal world, geez, I, I wish, you know, that's a great thing not being able to have to borrow money. Wait, what were you going to say? In an ideal world, you wish you didn't have to provide the service or provide, and that you'd be out of business then. You wouldn't. You don't wish that at all, Chris. You're quite happy. The more miserable people are and the more money they need, it's better for you. Let me just go to Pat if, as well before I wrap it up. Sorry. If it wasn't me, it'd be someone else. Sorry, Patrick, go ahead. Oh, Patrick, oh, sorry, I haven't switched you on there, Patrick. We've got an idea if I turned you on, but go ahead. Sorry, Patrick. Yeah, hi. Um, in regards to Christo, I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to pass any judgment on the guy at all because I don't know him. But what I would like to say is by him, does he know by sending a person round and by that person being present to intimidate another person, that's an offence on the law? In the Public Order Act, I imagine. Under yeah. the Public Order Act, and it states, and I have done law, he or she or her acts intentionally or recklessly, seriously interferes with the other's peace or privacy or causes alarm, distress, harm, or another has committed 
an offence. You you could argue, Patrick, that you know even the bank sending somebody to repossess your home or the bank sending ah. somebody around is also intimidating to people. Well, so, yeah. so there's a level of intimidation oh, which oh. I believe is probably acceptable in society, isn't there? Well, no, I, w- I wouldn't call it. Uh, well, no, I mean, from a personal level, nothing honest, is nothing is acceptable. But, but yeah, most of these people that go around should have an order from 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 the court, a repossession order, a legal document that gives them right of entry to take back that property on behalf of the bank. That's been given on mm-hmm. the law. That is legal. I mean, does it ever, I mean, has there ever been, Chris, have you ever had repercussions? I, I, I understand that you said that your, your kind of heavy has never, hasn't been used too much, but has there ever been repercussions? Has everyone, anyone ever called the police on you? No. People, the, the worst case scenario is they, they, they move out of the address and they get caught. That's the worst case. But normally, they have to come recommend it to a friend, you know? So you've never had a situation where you haven't got paid? Yeah, well, the odd one, when they move out of the house, but very rarely. And that's it, you just take the hit? Yeah, and if they're foreign sometimes, I might, if they're forced on me, I might ask them for to hold on to their passports or something, if they're foreign. You'll, you'll ask them to hold on to their passports? Yeah, if they're foreign, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Niall? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, he Patrick. Is a bigger hole for himself there. The best advice I could give Chris now is not to say any more because between passports and sending people round... For children's allowance. You yeah. can't take possession on the law of another person's passport. It's only a guard, a customs officer or an officer of the court that can... Well, actually, I've gone to hotels where they've asked you to take your passport for 24 hours, so in fairness... Take a copy of it. But no, no, they've often, it. no, depending on what country you're in, I mean, I've begun to many countries around the world where they'll take your passport for 24 hours. I'm talking about yeah. Irish law. I'm yeah, okay, okay, about okay. going overseas. All right, well, listen, I have to wrap it up. Patrick, thank you very much for that. Uh, Chris, uh, be cautious in the way you do things. Uh, I understand there are people texting in and saying that you provide a service. Uh, I would hate to think that you would ever uh, use violence to reclaim some of your money. Uh, but I appreciate you coming on here and I appreciate your honesty. But I do know what's a problem around society and it has been a problem for the last God knows many years because people have been using money lenders and sharks. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.